Good morning, April 18th, tax time, it's due. Hey, this is Mike Lodge for the Business Advisor. Glad you, glad that you have woken up with me. Do you have a cup of coffee? Good, get it, because we're going to go through some inflation information. Because I think that as we go through this inflationary time that we need to think about, okay, how, what should we do? So I'm going to give you just a few items that we can think about. Okay, so the problem is, is that, Right now, inflation is really eating away at our money. I know it's eating away at me because I went to the grocery store the other day. I saw a watermelon for eight bucks. <laughs> and I'm thinking, eight bucks for a watermelon. I'll get a dollar seventy eight seed of watermelon seeds and I will plant them. But not today, it's raining. But I will get some and I will plant them. By the way, my inflationary garden that I planted is doing very well. We'll talk about that some other time and we'll show you some pictures. So right now, the CPI or the the uh, inflationary rate for America at the moment is sitting at 8.5%. That's really, really high. Very, very high. Too high. Honestly, I feel that 8.5% that is, is much higher than what it is. I think it's more around 16%. Take that number of 85 and double it. Because with government numbers, you have to say, okay, they're not including everything because they don't want want it to make it sound too bad. So they don't include a lot of different items. So anyway, we as Americans in our households and our personal lives, we're feeling the strain of the rising prices on our finances. I mean, it's touching us every single day and it's not a very nice touch. So what do we need to do? If you're finding that your money or my money, I'm finding this myself, spreads very thin in these days of inflation, you're not alone because we're all feeling it. We're all feeling it. 40% of adults say their families are worse off financially now than prior to the pandemic. According to, then that's according to a recent survey by the New York Times, and Momentive. So what shall we do? What shall we do? Well, for one thing, you've got to know where you stand. Before you start revamping your finances, you'll want to know where your personal finances stand with inflation. Calculating your personal inflation rate probably can help you out on this. A personal inflation rate is more specific than the national inflation rate routinely cited in headlines that we see every single day, that economists are are pushing on us every single day. If you're someone who doesn't consume a lot of meat, for example, then you've managed to avoid purchasing products with um, some of the highest prices increased to date. I'm that person. I don't buy that much meat. But I know that when I do buy it, it is expensive. It's a college education. <laughs> if you routinely eat out and, and have takeout or dine at restaurants, you're, you're paying more for each order than you did a year ago. So to calculate your personal financial or your, your personal inflationary rate, I should say, Subtract your monthly spending from a year ago from your current monthly spending. Then divide that 
difference by your monthly spending from a year ago. For example, if your current monthly spending is $2,500 a month and it was $2,100 a year ago, your personal inflation rate is 19%. Now, a lot of you probably don't know what you were spending a year ago. That's why it's so important that you start maintaining and monitoring and producing a budget on an every single month basis. So you got to get smart with your budgeting. That's a very, very important thing. Get smart with your budgeting because you need to know what your inflationary rate is and how much more you can ex- expand. Because, listen, if you have more money going out than you have coming in and you're using credit cards, you are in a doomsday situation. Once you understand your spending and your personal inflation rate, it's time to get back to really the budgeting basics. A budget is what creates a solid foundation in anyone's financial plan, even if you don't follow your budget down every single dollar. Knowing what money comes in and goes out each month will help you identify opportunities to stretch your income a lot farther. The budgeting for inflation requires going through your budget with a fine-tooth comb and looking at each section from a savings perspective. Do I really need Hulu, Netflix, and all the other apparatuses? Do I really need all that? Choose one. Choose the most cheapest one probably, but you need to start cutting your budget. You need to start going through your budget with a very fine-tooth comb. For example, transferring a $4,500 credit card balance with a 14% interest rate to a zero-balance transfer card with a 2% transfer fee can save you nearly $1,000 total. Determining, assuming you uh, pay off your balance within the next 12 months. And that's the most important thing. If you've got debt, make sure that you're, 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 you're focused on paying down that debt. But remember, the most important things in your budget of what you have to, have to, have to cover, and that is your, your housing, your lodging, your utilities, your food, your car, your gas. The most important items that take care of your family every single day, you need to focus on that. That's your number one goal that you have to cover every single month. If you have money that's left over, you need to start getting that debt into control. And you need to start looking at your budget to see exactly what can I cut and what can I do that's better that I can, that I can mon- uh, monitor my money better. It's the most important thing. And then the most other important thing is that what fees am I paying? What, uh, like I know, for example, I just cut a whole bunch of apps that I don't need anymore that were costing me a lot of bucks. Like example, my calendar that I use for taking appointments was about $45 a month. I was able to cut it down with a Google app with the same, same, uh, same out, outcome on my, on, Clients being able to book online for seven bucks, so I went from forty-five to seven bucks. I saved some money there. And that's one of the other things is that's why I went to start doing my inflation garden because I can grow 
tomatoes, I can grow cucumber, I can grow string beans, I can grow herbs, I can do all the stuff that I have been purchasing at the store. So I'm looking at the way that I'm spending money and what can I do? Okay, so I bought the dollar seventy-eight seeds, the dollar seventy-eight packet of seeds, and what am I gonna get out of that? I'm gonna get a whole bunch of vegetables out of that. And all summer long, I'm going to have vegetables. I'm going to have herbs. I'm going to have tomatoes. I'm going to have cucumbers and squash and summer squash and all all that other good stuff that's healthy for me. So you cannot, you cannot, you cannot say that you're a victim here. You can do stuff that you can manage this inflationary time. It's no fun. I'm telling you right now, it is no fun. But we all have to do it because it's so important. And then on your investments, okay? Now, now that the Federal Reserve is in, uh, you know, they're increasing their rates at the moment um, in an effort to to uh, tame the inflation so that people are not spending so much, so much money or uh, so it's raising up debt and everything else. And so investors are getting really shaky, and you're probably getting shaky too. What is going to happen to my 401k plan and everything else? That is a risk issue that you need to be looking at. And I've talked about this. I've written about this before. You need to sit down and look at your risks. So you might be tempted to tinker with your investment portfolio during um, this very volatility, volatile time. But you shouldn't. The general rule of investing still applies. Stick to your long-term goals. Stick to your long-term goals. You're likely to to stay invested in stocks during these uncertain times, Excuse me, especially in your retirement accounts. While 401k loans are an option, if you need immediate funds, taking a loan out now means you'll miss out on compounding interest for the future. So I would strongly suggest do not take any loans out during this inflationary time from your 401k plan. You're going to need that 401k plan. Work on it. Look at it. It's a risk, but you need to see exactly how or what risk that you have that's sitting out there. What is going to take you? Is your life insurance plan in still intact? Is uh, What is the safety safety uh, process of your bank is your bank safe that is one thing that you need to look at let me tell you that is a very important thing to look at at the moment because we're seeing too many things come out of this inflation that is making banks weak we need to look at that and then you need to start building up your savings if you can build up your savings so much a month good do it but listen if you're upside down you need to start sitting down with your husband and wife together and working on your budgeting. Budget, budget, budget. I tell you, it's the most important thing. In fact, you can get, I'll put a link on it, you can get a free budget uh, Excel worksheet that's free. There's no hidden cost. There's nothing. You can just download it and use it. Listen, that's it for today. Tomorrow we're going to talk more about inflation, but we're going to talk about the budget specifically the budget. So stay tuned on that. Listen, this is Mike Lodge. I'll talk with you soon. God bless you. Hope you had a great holiday. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.